Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson. It's so great to have you here with us on game day. Duke football getting set to take on North Carolina tonight in Chapel Hill at Keenan Memorial Stadium. We love this rivalry so much. Let's see what the game has in store for us a little bit later today. Josh Cox will join us here on the program today. Lockdown Blue Devils, your daily one-stop shop. A special Saturday show for you here to get you set for the big football game coming up later tonight between Duke and North Carolina. If you have not done so already, please be sure to follow and subscribe to Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday. Uh, Watch our show on YouTube. Like the videos. Share them with your friends. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Again, your support just means so much to us here uh, at Lockdown Blue Devils. So without further ado, let me bring on my good pal, Josh Cox from Duke Football Talks Section 17 Podcast, who joins us here now. And uh, Josh, here we are, six and three, Duke football getting set to take on North Carolina. Yeah, it's been that that matchup that many Duke fans have had circled. You know, the entire season, um, the the hated rivals. Um, obviously, uh, wish we could go into this game at you know full strength going against them, but uh, going to be a fun game nonetheless. Nonetheless, it will, and we're expecting big things uh, from the Duke defense as they've shown out the entire season. They got off to such a good start, uh, not giving up so many points each and every week, and uh, a big win on Thursday of last week against Wake Forest. The quarterback position is one that we're always monitoring, and Riley Leonard's health is something big that we're trying to talk about as well. does not appear like Riley Leonard is going to be the guy for Duke today against North Carolina. We've seen Grayson Loftus now. We've seen Henry Bielen IV in action. So uh, I'm just excited for both of those guys. Uh, You know, whoever is the starter at quarterback for Duke, they're going to gain more experience than their first starts of the season, right? You're going to feel a little bit more comfortable. Yes, it's greater competition. This North Carolina team is for real. But at least you don't have those kind of first-game jitters uh, once you're stepping out there. Yeah, and and I'll say uh, this much as well. Uh, 99% sure it'll be Grayson Loftus. And uh, that means that now for two weeks uh, in practice, for two full weeks, uh, he's been able to run with the ones. Uh, Kevin Johns now for a second week has has been able to, you know, maybe Taylor make some uh, some plays, uh, some routes maybe that he that, – that Grayson wants to throw, things like that. So, um, you know, uh, it, it will be – it will definitely – it's not a short week, nine days instead of four days. And, you know, there's been plenty of time for the offensive side to prep. Um, so the uh, that, that's definitely a, a better situation than what Duke was heading into last Thursday uh, in the Wake Forest game. And that is, you know, only a four-day uh, yeah. coming off of that, that game and a brand-new quarterback starting, you know, as, as a true freshman. So, yeah, I, I believe the offense would definitely be uh, ready to go as much as possible, right, for the game tonight. So we're looking at Duke and North Carolina, obviously a big rivalry. The victory bell's up for grabs. It looks way better in royal blue than it does uh, in that baby blue that the Tar Heels have. So uh, let's see what Duke can do to get the job done. We'll have some keys to victory coming up a little bit later for the Duke team. But speaking of Loftus in particular, Connor O'Neill was on the show a little bit earlier in the week, kind of breaking down 
that game and his insight, remarkable running both Devils Illustrated and Deacons Illustrated, those two programs he knows quite well. But you look at the numbers, Loftus goes 7 of 19, but there were five drops, five drops by that Duke football team, and 12 of 19 is a whole different story than what the final stats ended up being for just 86 yards total in Loftus passing. You're exactly right, JJ. Uh, I, I made the same point on, on our Twitter uh, soon after the game was over, and that is if you add five receptions uh, and then you add 80 to 90 yards sure, and one touchdown, I mean, one of the, one of the drops was going to be – he could have, you know, he could have moonwalked into the end zone. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, like, you know, if, if you add that to, to those numbers, all of a sudden you're like, man, what an impressive – display at quarterback for a true freshman who had never played meaningful snaps in his career. And so um, I believe Duke has a lot of confidence in Loftus. And, you know, Kevin Johns has made mention of this before. Uh, when Grayson Loftus showed up on campus back in January, he was slow. He was a step slow. He couldn't get it figured out. And honestly, Johns was honest. He had a, he had a bad spring. But over the summer and then into fall camp, it's like he got his legs under him. He got he got calmed down a little bit, and now uh, here he is. You know who would have known? Who would have ever known uh, that here we sit, Wake Forest game, UNC game, and it's Grayson Grayson Loftus, um, and and he's the he's the guy. Six and three on the year for this Duke football team. Three and two in the ACC. Duke has already secured a spot in a bowl game. Let's see if they can keep climbing and get into a much premier bowl game as they close out the season. Three more games left on the schedule for the Duke Blue Devils. We'll take our first break and come back with more coverage after this time out here on Lockdown Blue Devils. Lockdown Blue Devils here today brought to you by our friends over at eBay Motors. All right, passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and so much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you get your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. It's eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available for U.S. customers. Let's move forward here on today's episode of Lockdown Blue Devils Game Day, Duke and North Carolina. Josh Cox is here. Uh, he's from the Section 17 podcast, also does some work with the Durham Devils Club. Tell us all about the great work that you've got out there right now. Uh, sure thing. Yeah, uh, Section 17 podcast. We've been doing that for four years now, four seasons. Um, and so if you've not uh, connected with us yet, you can do so at Duke FB Talk um, on social media um, and then DukeFootballTalk.com. Anywhere you listen to the podcast, Section 17, uh, we'd appreciate it, as I know JJ does, uh, appreciates all the support. If you're YouTube, we're on YouTube as well. Subscribe there. Um, and then, yeah, DurhamDevilsClub.com. Uh, I do some work with them. That is the NIL arm of Duke football. 
And uh, all I can tell you is the future of Duke football's uh, the Duke football program will rest on the amount of support the Duke student athletes can get through NIL. Just is what it is. Just plain and simple. Can't it's say it any more clear yeah. than that. It's, and that is the case, honestly, that's not unique at Duke. That is the case at any university that's trying to compete in football across the country. And so we're we're uh, we're doing uh, rolling there at the Durham Devils Club. There's a lot of perks and things like that. In fact, earlier this week, we sat down with uh, Tyler Santucci, uh, defensive coordinator for Duke, and some of our higher-level members were able to have a live Zoom with him. And that's think about that. I mean, it's the week of the UNC game. And you get to be on a live Zoom and get your questions answered by Coach Santucci. We did the same thing earlier in the season with Coach Johns. So there's some perks and stuff like that. So anyway, those are two things that my hands are involved in. I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit later on. Uh, not today, but I'm talking about later on in the season. But also doing some stuff with uh, Duke Report for uh, for basketball as well. Yeah, check it all out. And obviously the uh, name, image, and likeness arm, as you're mentioning, is so important when we're looking at these programs this time of year because we're starting to hear certain football players across the country are already trying to figure out, all right, maybe the school's not great for me. Once again, the portal's going to be crazy wild as it is each and every offseason. And so I uh, want to make sure you're in a good spot. We talked about this a little bit earlier this week, uh, but for folks that want to dive a little bit deeper into what that looks like, really go check out on three because their NIL valuation for players mm -hmm. is top notch. You're not finding that type of uh, publicly reported kind of numbers out there uh, in regards to Cooper flag. And specifically, we talked about that a little bit earlier and yeah. I want to read this again in a new comment, Josh, uh, for folks that might've missed this earlier in the week, but Cooper flag currently has an on three NIL valuation of $893,000 second among all high school basketball players behind only Bryce James, the younger son of LeBron James. The on-three NIL valuation is the industry's leading index that sets high school and college athletes' projected annual value. The NIL valuation does not act as a tracker of the value of NIL deals an athlete has completed to date, but rather signifies an athlete's value at a certain moment in time. So, again, I think it's fair to take Bryce James out of this. Uh, considering who his father is, yep. eight hundred and ninety-three thousand is the current value for a sixteen-year-old. Cooper Flag has not turned seventeen yet. Well, like we said, uh, Cooper Flag is going to get a bag, right? <laughs> and uh, he's going to get a bag before he gets into the NBA. <laughs> and uh, and good. Hey, listen, good, good for on him. him. Absolutely good for him, man. Absolutely, I'm, I'm not against it in any way. Obviously. Uh, my personal thoughts on the entire NIL thing is that, I, you know, obviously we all wish there was some sort of, uh, you know, guidelines, guideposts that everyone could agree upon because right now there really aren't any. And so each, each individual university is kind of coming up with their own thing. Some states are trying to regulate some things, which is unfair, uh, you know, for one state to regulate and another state not to. Uh, so it is, it is crazy right now, but I will say this, every single university is, doing their best to, uh, to to certainly through collectives and other ways to get that money there. Because, uh, hey, listen, for far too long, these guys played for a scholarship, quote-unquote, and that's it. Um, and, and all these coaches and all these athletic departments were raking in millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. And, you know, for the first time, that's money, that money is going to get distributed a little bit differently. And so it's, it's a whole new landscape. 
I want to get back to this football game that we've got tonight yeah. between Duke and North Carolina there in Chapel Hill. Uh, you mentioned all the connections you've got, and I will just echo Josh Cox is is the absolute man in the world of Duke football, not only the inside the program, the kind of media that surrounds it, but your start, Section 17, you're one of the ones that's pouring into the community, being a lifelong Duke guy. I'm curious conversations you've had with the community mm -hmm. throughout the week. What are we expecting tonight? Keenan Memorial, 50,500, the announced capacity of that stadium. What's the Duke contingency looking like? You're hearing a lot of people going over to the game tonight. What's kind of the vibe right now around town? Yeah, I mean, you know, ironically, we do uh, score predictions, you know, every week with yeah. uh, with the fan base. And overwhelmingly, you know, Duke uh, Duke has been the pick. You know, I will say on our podcast, uh, we were not quite as uh, as positive on that. I believe we were three, three of us picked UNC to win a close one and then one I picked Duke to win, but the Duke fan base seems to be very positive. I, I do know this. I do know that Duke sold out its allotment of tickets okay. um, that they were given by UNC. Great. Um, and so those are those were sold out. Obviously, the secondary market is still in play. Even today, you know, game day is still in play. Um, and so you would encourage people. Now, I will say this. I, I also get this. There are some Duke fans who are like, I'm never stepping foot <laughs> over there, right? Like, <laughs> you know, and, and I mean this for a couple of reasons. First of all, the rivalry, and I get that too. They don't want to. The second thing is, Keenan's not a great place, you know, to watch a football game. The parking is terrible. The seats, the way the seats are structured, they're like super uncomfortable. Right. Um, it's just not a fun place to go watch a football game. So, you know, going there, you're really going there because you really do want to support your Blue Devils. And right. You really do. Uh, or, or whatever. Shout out team. to those people. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, here, here's what I here's what I'll say tonight. Um, my opinion: Duke is playing with house money. Duke is playing with house money. I believe the fan base kind of understands that as well. Um, if you were to say at the beginning of the season that we're going in the UNC, uh, we could potentially be without Graham Barton. We could potentially be without Jacob Monk. We could potentially be without Dor Dorian Mosey. Uh, we are going to be without Riley Leonard. We're probably without Henry Bielan. And we could go through this whole thing and we say, but we still think Duke can win the game. Like Crazy. we would have been like, no, there's no way. Uh, so, you know, kudos to this team. They've not given up. Uh, Coach Elko said it this past week and after the Wake Forest game, uh, maybe this will shut anybody up who, conti who continues to question the heart of that football team. Well, let's talk a little bit more about what it's going to take to get a win, and we'll do that after our final timeout here on today's episode of Locked on Blue Devils. Locked on Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at Jace Medical. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I, as we get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits, and I'm thankful for that connection we have. Today, I want our chat to be a little bit more personal. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered, my friend. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics like Viagra and others are available prescriptions that you could find at jacemedical.com. To receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication, all you need to do is go to jacemedical.com. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. Quote, I'm thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half in order to have it. 
I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I used also ordered an antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. End quote. Again, go to jacemedical.com, promo code locked on for $20 off your purchase. Jace Medical, a proud sponsor of Locked On Blue Devils. All right, final few moments here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils alongside my pal Josh Cox from the Section 17 podcast. I'm JJ Jackson. So Grayson Loftus, the guy at quarterback. We know Jordan Moore is also a key player for this Duke football team, having previous quarterback experience at the college level. Mm-hmm. I think scoring is going to be really important. Obviously, you got to score more than the other team. But when Duke is in the red zone in particular, that's something that I know has been highlighted throughout the week. We've heard Elko talk about it a little bit. If it's three points, it's three points. But in the red zone in particular, when you've got the younger quarterback, you got to rely on being able to put points on the scoreboard. So taking care of the football, something that Duke is absolutely going to need to do. Yeah, you know, things change once you get inside the 20. You know, the, the playbook uh, changes. Uh, the defense is able to cover a little bit more of the field. Uh, you know, all those types of things. Um, I think Duke's really going to need to rely on, on their running game and their offensive line. Um, you know, uh, even if Jacob Monk and Graham Barton uh, do not play, uh, as as long as and, – and, and obviously we, we won't know that until, until game time, but – um, you know, Scott Elliott, um, Justin Pickett, um, uh, Jacob Hornibrook, um, Brian Parker, and Mo McIntyre. That's been the offensive line with those guys out. And those guys are going to have to stay healthy. They're going to have to move uh, UNC. And UNC's got some talent, you know, on that D-line. They're not they're not the, the best defensive team, you know, we faced. But they've got some talent there. And I really do believe we're going to have to see um, – we're going to have to see, you know, Duke really – in the, in the red zone, going to have to rely on the run game uh, to really move the ball to get it where it needs to go. Yeah, running the football is going to be so key. They've been able to run it so well throughout the season, and I want to see that take place. Uh, looking at one other key that we want to talk about briefly here, just simply don't panic yeah. early on because I can remember two years ago, right? Mateo Durant has a long run in that game against North Carolina in Chapel Hill, but the Tar Heels threw the first punch, and it kind of went south after the, you know, like there, there have been games certainly in these big time rivalries, even when Carolina has come to Wallace Wade. If it's a little uneasy early, sometimes it's got that snowball effect to keep on moving. And in a game like this, when it is Grayson Loftus making his first start on the road, yeah. I mean, true freshman, it's okay to panic a little bit, but hey, don't. <laughs> That's no, kind of what we're trying to preach here. Yeah, absolutely. And Jesse, you're you're 100 correct because you know what you you can afford. You know, if you, if you don't score first, you know whatever, Fine. right? You get down a, a a touchdown. You even get down a second touchdown, but it's in that 10 to 14 range that that really the rest of the game gets decided. You know, do you pack it in? Do you panic? Do you turn the ball over and all of a sudden go down 21? You know, or do you score and bring it back within seven before halftime, and then you get the ball at the third? You know, what those scenarios they play out, right? And you're exactly right. The panic um, is the problem, and so you know, I I love the keys to victory. You know, I, I combined one and three, you know, in my talk, but but really three, uh, trusting the run game. I, yeah. I'll say this for Duke fans: uh, trusting the run game, even if you're down, right? Like a lot of times we think if you're down a touchdown, you're down ten points. You know, oh, here we go. We got to throw the ball. 
No, you don't have to. You don't have to. You can still run the football. Duke is best when it's running north-south, when it's hitting those uh, holes with jo- or with Jordan Waters. I don't know what Jacquez Moore, uh, what his status is going to be, but we saw Jalen Coleman come in at the end of the Wake Forest game and really provide a spark on that last drive uh, as, as Duke drove down for the field goal. Uh, you also have Peyton Jones back there, true freshman, who's yet to really get you know, a, a, a good opportunity. So I think you're you're exactly right. Got to score in the red zone. Uh, can't can't turn the ball over down there for sure. Run the football. You know, run the ball. Let Grayson Loftus open up the passing game off of the run game. And then yeah, you're exactly right. If you get down, it's all good. The rest of the game, just don't turn the ball over again. Right there, you know, score on your next possession, and let's try to get back in it. Because I do believe this. I do believe while UNC has a potent offense, and they can score at ease. They also can make some mistakes. They can turn the ball over. This is a team that lost to Virginia at home. And so if they can, if Virginia can beat them in Keenan, certainly Duke has a shot. And let's make it happen. I mean, let's make sure that, uh, you know, if, if we can't throw the first punch a little bit later today, go ahead, do that. Make sure that uh, you can kind of set the tone as to what this game is, because I think that's the goal too, right? This season for North Carolina has not gone the way that they wanted. We haven't talked about sort of the Tar Heels angle as much in all of this but it's forced them to panic a little bit earlier in the game Mm -hmm. than they want. Because in a lot of ways, if you're North Carolina, oh, wow. They've got, uh, you know, they're in a situation here where uh, Drake May is possibly leaving at the end of the year, likely leaving at the end of the year, and just find a way to punch early with them. Mm -hmm. No, I would agree. I mean, their their losses, uh, Georgia Tech and and Virginia, really did, I believe, open up their eyes. Because look at it, they, they were undefeated in the top 10, you know, heading into that Virginia game. And they lose two in a row. Now, they got back on track last week. And they played Campbell. A smart on their part, you know, obviously, uh, to get that that guaranteed win in November. I actually love that schedule uh, for, for teams when they do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely beatable. They've got some question marks. Now, they've got a high-powered offense. Tess Walker, you know, obviously got reinstated four games in. He's a, he's a threat. Amarian Hampton, man, I mean, Duke has played. He can run. He, they, Duke has He's played out of the gauntlet at running backs, man. It's like Jawar Jordan, uh, you know, Benson of Florida State, uh, Estime from North uh, from Notre Dame, uh, not to count Shipley and Maffa from Clemson. So Duke has really faced some incredible running backs, and Hampton's on that list, right, uh, of incredible running backs too. So Duke's defense is going to have to step up, um, control the line of scrimmage there, get to the quarterback a little bit. And, uh, and then we'll see what happens. That's why you play the football game. They're not unbeatable, obviously. Enjoy the game later tonight, Josh. It's going to be a fun one, and uh, we'll talk next week to see how it all goes. All right, JJ, have a great one, man. We'll see you. All right. That's Josh Cox joining us here on Locked On Blue Devils today. That's going to do it for our show here today. Thank you so much for your support, as always, here with Locked On Blue Devils. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on X at LO underscore Blue Devils. Leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice as well. That'll do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. We'll talk to you on Monday. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you, and good day.